Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of daily fantasy sports and gambling. So you can stop Googling how to join a squid game to cover all those parlays you thought were such a sure thing. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. Hello and welcome to the show, everyone. I am... Coming to you this evening, watching some NBA and the Lakers. You know, it it is a nightly com comedy fest watching the Lakers. The Lakers currently are down in the first quarter to the Raptors, twenty nine to six. This is after giving up forty eight points in the first quarter yesterday to the Suns without Chris Paul, and uh, again. That not 48 points and a half, 48 points in the first quarter. They gave up 79 and a half last night to the Suns. And it could have been 80 plus, to be honest, if the Suns uh, played their starters to start the sec- uh, second quarter. They were giving extended run to their backup unit just because they were so far ahead of the Lakers last night. And to start the game tonight, they, they, they're down 29 to 6. I. I if the Lakers aren't telling you Frank Vogel needs to get fired, I don't know what else. Well, the Lakers are just a complete mess, but that's not why we're here to talk tonight. Uh, we're here to talk about a couple of things that I noticed. Uh, I am definitely going to start breaking down the NCAA bracket regions. That's still on the way. Uh, we will get that out before, uh, the tournament begins, but, uh, uh, we got to talk. We got to talk through a couple of things that happened. So obviously, I talked about the Yankees uh, trade uh, last night. Uh, that was uh, pending, and it did go through. So Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela traded for Josh Donaldson. I mean, it's it just struggles to even say it. Josh Donaldson. Whew. And Ian Kiner Kalefa. I mean, again, it was a questionable trade yesterday. In less than 12 hours, it is an awful trade, even just on the face of it, because of what you gave up, given what just happened in MLB today with a trade that, frankly, everyone looks as a salary dump. Earlier today, the Cincinnati Reds, who had just traded away Sonny Gray the day before to the Twins for not much except prospects, just to shed payroll. And this is why everyone is cranky about the owners and the, and the new CBA, because the owners are not trying to compete. They're not trying to compete with multiple markets. The Reds literally tried competing. And by competing, it's like, yeah, we, we brought in some free agents. That lasted Less than two years because they let Trevor Barrow walk. Obviously, he got overpaid by the Dodgers, and we all know what happened with Trevor Bauer, so we're not even going to get into that. But that lasted less than two years. The Reds actually trying to compete. It was about 15 years of futility for the Reds before that. 
So the Reds going back to the status quo. Today, the Reds traded one of their uh, obvious. I'm not even gonna say one of these. He's their best young hitter, Jesse Winker. They traded Jesse Winker, not even hitting the prime of his career yet. He's still 27. Corner outfield. He could actually play all three outfield spots, but he's a corner outfielder primarily. 300 hitter. It gets you 20 bombs a year consistently. You trade him to shed $30 million in salary from Eugenio Suarez. Mind you, Eugenio Suarez is only being paid 12 mil a year. Actually, less than 12 mil a year. It's probably, it's like a little over 11. But he's got three years left on his deal. So you basically, the Reds saved less than 33 million in payroll. To get rid of Eugenio Suarez and ruin Jesse Winker. Now, Eugenio Suarez has had uh, a down year. And wasn't really that uh, effective. Uh, during the pandemic year. But Eugenio Suarez still is hitting 30 bombs a year. The batting average is terrible, but guess what? So is Joey Votto's. Literally, if you're looking at this, you the Reds gave up a power bat who hits for average in the outfield who's left-handed. They have a third baseman who plays shortstop as well. That's a right-handed bat that slugs for power. The Yankees traded for a past his prime Josh Donaldson, who's making double what Eugenio Suarez is making. And a player in Connor Kalefa who, yes, he can play he can play shortstop and he can play catcher, but can't hit worth a lick. You traded Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela, who Urshela can play for basically any major league team, when the Seattle Mariners scoop you on a trade with players that accomplish the same goal that you're looking for, for less money and a better player in Jesse Wicker than anyone you just traded for. It's not even close. It's not even close how bad the Yankees trade looks in context of what just went down less than 12 hours later. It is incomprehensible that the Yankees front office is paid as much as they do. And they are literally one of the top three pay top three paid executives in the league. Top to bottom with the amount of people in that Yankees front office, you get scooped by the Mariners. I'm sorry. This is absurd. I can't. I can't even say that it's like, oh, this is gonna make or break the. It doesn't even matter. It's the simple fact that the resources you gave up are so exponentially more than what the Mariners gave up in prospects, and not even great prospects, by the way. Not even great prospects. They didn't even touch the Yankees' prospects. I have to ask the question. What the hell are the Yankees doing? Because the simple fact of the matter is they could have gotten that deal done with the Reds 
for less than they gave up to the Twins and still gotten another deal done to move Gary. You could have even gotten Gary Sanchez moving to the Mariners deal and a prospect. You didn't have to give up Rochella. It doesn't even it doesn't even make sense how unprepared the Yankees are. Because the fact that that deal got done in less than half a day, wasn't even a day, wasn't like three weeks down the road in free agency. It wasn't late in the uh, uh, free agency window. It happened less than 12 hours later. That means that deal was even being talked about. How are you not even plugged into that deal? What are you getting paid for? This is literally your job. It is literally your job. This is part of the problem with the Yankees. They play with a broken model because it's not even like I like Eugenio Suarez over Josh Donaldson. That's not the point. You wanted a slugging power bat in the lineup. Suarez is younger and will slug just as reliably as Donaldson. May not hit for the same average, but you're you're playing Joey Votto every day, basically. And you're relying on Joey Votto to hit for average. Good luck with that. Like, based off of what you're actually trying to build this roster out to be, Suarez and Winker far outweighs what you're going to get in value from Donaldson and Connor Kalefa. It's not even close. It's not close. And you gave up more in assets than what the Mariners gave up. It, 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 again, this is the problem. Even if you don't even like the players involved, the, the assets you're giving up in exchange for worse return than other teams in the league, that's... Like, the Yankees have such a wide pool of resources that they're just playing with a stacked deck, and they still F it up. That's the the crazy part. Like, for anyone who's trying to defend Brian Cashman and the work that he does, I'm sorry. There is no way to defend this. You cannot be this unprepared compared to your peers and consistently fail to actually win anything of note because you're bad at managing your resources. It's just, it's just fact. It is fact. There is no way you can justify the Donaldson trade when that happens less than a day later and you're not even remotely involved. Seriously, the Yankees could have done both these trades. It's not that hard. The Reds literally did a salary dump. Everyone knew the Reds were paring down payroll, especially after that great trade. The the warning signs were there. How you were caught flat-footed on this is beyond me. And don't tell me that the prospects were too valuable to give up. You're trying to win a World Series. You haven't done it since 09. Like, come on. Like, this is just... What are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? The Mariners did not give up top-level prospects compared to... Williamson is the best-level uh, prospect... Uh, that the uh, Mariners gave up. Brandon Williamson is still not even a top 100 prospect, according to Keith Law. You want to tell me that you couldn't get a deal done and give up L- Luis Medina or Luis Gill? Y- you tell me? Or even if you give up Gomez? Y- seriously? Uh, uh, what are we talking about here? If we're talking about the Yankees. But, like, none of these guys are immediately contributing to a championship roster for the Yankees right now. 
there's no way. I mean, the, the, Gomez is currently on the active roster, uh, the way that people are projecting for uh, the 2022 season. But literally, none of these pitching arms anyone's counting on to be part of a title contender. All these guys are worthwhile moves in terms of what the Yankees... Like, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense how the Yankees got scooped by the Mar- uh, the Mariners of all teams. Like, you gave up way more in assets. Like, there's no reason why Rochelle cannot still be on the roster given the salary dump that the Reds did. And you could still use Urshela. Hmm. Oh, and I, and don't give me the playing time excuse of why you had to move him. Like, come on. Because you know guys are going to get hurt. Like, now you're counting on Josh Donaldson, uh, <laughs> Judge, and Stanton to play over 120 games this year. And, like, it's, it's, it's ludicrous. It is ludicrous how bad that trade looks. Less than a day later. Just come on. Like, the, the, the Mariners got the exact same thing done for less. It's just, ugh, it's just brutal. But, yeah, I needed to talk about that quickly. And before I sign off, we got to talk about another thing here. It's shifting gear to the NFL. The AFC is absolutely loaded. But one thing I know for certain when I'm going to start doing my breakdowns of the upcoming NFL season, the one team that absolutely should make the playoffs, otherwise their coach should be fired immediately, immediately, is Brandon Staley. Because the Chargers just signed J.C. Jackson, the Pro Bowl quarterback of the the New England Patriots through a five-year, $82 million deal. This is after trading for Khalil Mack to pair with Joey Bosa. On top of having a loaded offensive uh, squad, it is so not even close to comparable. Like, the Chargers should win the division. Like, there really isn't an excuse for the Chargers not to win the AFC West. Yes, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Chargers are better. They are flat out better. It's not even close. I thought the Chargers were the most talented team in the NFL last year, and it was colossal, colossal failure, mainly because of Brandon Staley just doing goofy things that he has no business doing. And I kept calling out the analytics folks because it, it was, it's analytic. You can say it's analytics, but it's irrational decision making. Uh, more often than not, when you don't need to, that costs them the playoffs. Because they easily could have made the same run that the Bengals did. They were a better team than the Bengals. Yeah, like, I, I will go, like, flat out say, as much as I like uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, Chargers flat out better <laughs> than the Bengals squad that made it, made it to the Super Bowl. It's not even close. So, when you got Khalil Mack, you bring in J.C. Jackson, you still have the same offensive crew last season for the Chargers. Chargers should win the AFC West. And frankly, making the playoffs is a minimum for the Chargers. I am honestly curious to see what the Super Bowl number is for the Chargers because I may just start hitting that early. 
because it's it really isn't that uh that hard of a look for the Chargers to make the Super Bowl. It shouldn't be that hard. I'm sorry. I know how loaded the AFC is, but the Chargers legitimately have a juggernaut on offense and defense. That's a loaded squad filled with talented uh, positional players. It really is hard not seeing the Chargers just crushing, crushing competition next year. And uh, the AFC is loaded. The AFC is absolutely loaded, which is crazy. It's crazy how loaded the AFC is now. Because, yes, Russell Wilson is on the Broncos. The the the, the, the Raiders are are gonna be man. The Raiders should be dead last in that division. It's not even close. Anyway, that's looking way down the pipe hole, but it's just something to think about because you know we've seen multiple deals go down with free agency. We saw the Jacksonville Jaguars hilariously overpaid Christian Kirk. And reset the wide receiver market with a terrible deal. Again, Christian Kirk, it's not that he's a bad player, but he is a clear number two receiver and he's being paid 18 million a year. It's just comical. I, I love the, I love how bad the Jags are at basically every single thing they do. It really is amazing. It's like, what? <laughs> like, like, I was making fun of the Cowboys for the Gallup extension. And then the... Uh, and then the uh, the Cardinals come back and like just said, hold my beer. But yeah, NFL free agency is crazy. Like Christian Kirk is making 17 million. The Packers are trying to franchise tender Devontae Adams to 20 mil. Like, come on. Of course, Devontae Adams isn't going to report to the Packers with that, like, with that offer. Come on. What? Can you blame him? No, no one can blame uh, Devontae Adams for being pissed. It's amazing how bad like NFL free agency can be. But anyway, uh that's going to do it for me. We'll stay tuned uh, for more uh uh for more episodes coming down the pike cuz we got a lot of college basketball to cover, so I'll definitely dive into it, but yeah, I had to talk about just how dumb the Yankees look right now because it's less than a day and that Donaldson trade looks already looks like a horrific trade. Just just based off of assets alone. It's a horrific trade. But, say la vie. Anyway, that'll do it for now. Take it easy, folks. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major outlets. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.